0: And we join now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina.
1: Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to all the the listeners countrywide from a beautiful, soft, rain-soaked Johannesburg. It is wonderful.
0: It just is, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, the only pity is that people seem to forget how to drive when it rains.
1: Yes, yes. I'm not looking forward to ba- that bit. I'm heading out into the traffic, <laughs> so um, people must take care out there, but we definitely need this rain.
0: Yeah, just take it easy. <laughs> Narina, the World Economic Forum meeting kicks off in Davos today. So Uh, talk to us about this.
1: (laughs) You know, well, we're going to see lots of, of this on Twitter and we're going to see lots of this on social media and on mainstream media events. And, and yet I, I have to question sort of the, the usefulness or the validity of it. Now, I guess it comes from a little bit of a, maybe a point of, of a, a tinge of green. You know, I'm not there. And I'm sure the people who are there think that this is the most important event and get-together on the global economic can- calendar every year. But, you know, um, this is certainly um, – uh, I, I think people would be, wouldn't be would be amiss to think that this is a replacement for the Oscars. You know, last night there was an at uh, the Crystal Night Award and Leonardo DiCaprio was the, was the, was one of the speakers there. Um, you know, in seriousness, there's obviously lots of very important discussions that do take place around the main events. Um, and this is really an opportunity for, for world leaders, both political as well as business leaders, to discuss very important aspects um, and, and issues. So certainly on the agenda, things like the global slowdown, very much also front of mind, things like climate change. We saw the, the um, announcements out from the, IMF yesterday regarding lower forecasts for economic growth, um, not just for the world, but of course um, for South Africa as well. So yes, a lot of important issues on the agenda, but um, you know, I, I sometimes think that if the world leaders were prepared to spend as much time and effort and money on, on actually solving problems rather than just talking about them, maybe we would be uh, in, a, in a much better place. I find it interesting that Angela Merkel, who um, uh, of course lives just around the corner from Switzerland where all of this takes place, that she has opted not to attend this year because she said the immigrant and refugee crisis that she faces in in Germany and of course how it affects the rest of Europe also um, needs her, her hands on attention and she actually needs to stay at home and deal with the real issues and not go to some luxury ski resort in Switzerland to just talk about these issues.
0: Isn't that interesting? Interesting to just talk about these issues, and of course, she's facing strong opposition back home in Germany about the refugee crisis and Germany's position on it. Indeed, and then, um, but but just bringing it back home uh, to what most of us here would consider to be a much more important meeting, uh, Narina, and that's the ESCOM hearings in Port Elizabeth today. Public hearings uh, on the application to NERSA for another electricity tariff increase. Yes,
1: I do believe that this is a lot more important and, and relevant for us. Um, this is an ongoing hearing, public hearing that's going on and it will continue until early in February. Um, just to recap, ESKIM is asking for approximately 17% increase in its tariff, really to, let's call it, claw back the almost 23 billion rand. Um, it, it's really sort of they've lost out on um, due to not just the increasing cost of supply, but also other energy costs, you know, burning coal and, and Diesel and so on to keep these generators going. I, I, I guess the ironic um, uh, thing in all of this is that they were calling for consumers to reduce electricity consumption to tide us through this period where there was not being um, not enough electricity being produced, and now they have a revenue shortfall because consumers actually listened and did reduce their <laughs> electricity usage. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's it's unlikely that NURSA will be able to allow this tariff increase. Um, there is no doubt that South Africa cannot afford this electricity increase, and I suspect that the bailout or the the, the relief for Eskom will come from other sources and not from consumers. Um, that's why it is such an important discussion, um, you know, will, will this be included because I, not only can we not afford it, but it will have fairly dire um, impact on um, all, all sorts of knock-on economic numbers, not just inflation and interest rates, but obviously also on, on just the, the, the fiscal stability of South Africa.
0: And uh, not by any stretch of the imagination a sample of what South Africans broadly think, but uh, I'll just throw it in there. Amos Madao says proposed tariff increase of 17% by Eskom will definitely impact negatively on ordinary citizens. Uh, this is a huge increase. And Odiz says 17% tariff hike is unaffordable for the working class. Our annual increment is not even double digits. Just some of what, uh, some of the comments that people are sending regarding that arena and then um, on the local economic front we expect consumer price inflation numbers out today
1: Yes, so, so obviously you know talking about things like electricity increases, that would just be the um, one factor that would um, feed into inflation. Um, the, the number coming out today will be for December, so clearly there will be the impact of the dramatic weakening of the rand into those inflation numbers. And I think another very important driver to the upside will be agricultural prices and food inflation. So those really the two big drivers um, from a negative point of view. on the positive side. The, the, the continued slump in oil prices does provide some form of dampener on inflation numbers. So although we certainly expect inflation to continue to rise I think it, it would have been a lot worse if it wasn't for the low oil price. Um, of course this is an important number that will feed into the Saab's decision um, coming up shortly in terms of interest rate increases and I suspect that unfortunately they won't have much of a choice but to increase interest rates once again. Really just to to contain inflation expectations, there are more pressures um, on the on the South African consumer inflation numbers to, to rise. So, so, to push inflation higher than there are mitigating factors. So, um, very important to contain those inflation expectations because a lot of the administered price increases, as we refer to them, so those would typically be things like your electricity price increases or things like um, uh, you know salary bill um, of of things that feed into inflation. Those sort of things need to – try. we try to contain them as much as possible because things like the RAND and food inflation or agricultural prices, we do not have a lot of control over those. So, uh, yes, uh, not a lot of uh, excitement and, and, and good news to look
0: forward no, to. No, none, the home front. none. I don't know why you're saying not a lot. There's the nothing. You left us nothing there, Narina. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to this rain. This is this is oh, though there's, there's one green shoot somewhere out there. I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, we'll talk tomorrow and hopefully you'll have a positive one for us. We'll have to find some out there. Please do. Thank you so much, Narina Fissa, strategist at ETFSA. And with all of that, you have to wonder, with Davos starting today, what will South Africa's input be at that forum? Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.